N-Y-Y-S-T This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Swinging for the fences Knock it out the park This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Christian and Chris Of course SGR This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Call me New York Yankee Sports Talk Record rain and shine Grab your shades and umbrellas N-Y-Y-S-T You're hanging with the fellas Welcome back. This is episode 323 of the NYYST podcast. We're live on NYY News TV. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm with SGR. What up? Unfortunately, Chris cannot join us this evening, and he's going to miss a banger of a show because we got a lot to talk about uh, as we are one week away from Fred, two weeks away from spring tra- uh, from our season uh, preview. And then three weeks away from actually having a show where we talk about real Yankee baseball. Uh, It's going to be here before you know it. Just like April 1st is going to be here before you know it. Live in the Audi Club. There are a handful of tickets remaining for NYY News TV Day 2023. Come hang out with the fellas. Come hang out with the entire NYY News TV crew. Uh, unfortunately, it won't be Carlos Rodon's Yankee debut. We will get to that later in the show. Maybe you'll be lucky enough to see Domingo Herman take the ball. <laughs> Who knows? But you're coming to chill with us. You're coming to have a good time and watch some Yankee baseball. But yes, a, a little dampering on the the uh, event with the with the Carlos Rodon injury news. SGR, how you doing this evening? I'm doing great, man. Yeah, a little upset with that because that, you know that that was such a cool element to it that getting to see Rodon his first Yankee start and doing it against his former team, the team that was kind of the talk of the offseason with the Yankees. That was a nice little storyline, but still going to be an awesome time no matter what. We're going to have a good time. Go Yanks. Okay. 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 So before we get into what we need to get into, I need to have you clarify this for me. So you remember uh, before Derek or when Derek Jeter was dating his current wife, they put uh, his greatest hits. They had that diamond of all the uh, actresses that. he Yes. Yes. Okay. So we know his hit list. I was watching a documentary on China. Do you know who China is? Oh, okay. The country or the wrestler? wrestler okay familiar in a documentary there was a very interesting picture that surfaced and it was one with china Uh carson daly okay and number two a little daily dose little daily double Derek Jeter sleep with China. I need to know this okay did did Derek Jeter have relations with china okay yeah, I'm looking at the uh, Derek Jeter's dating diamond. It's got wait. So who's the white? Who's his wife now? Is uh, Anna Davis? Hannah, all right, so she's she's on the mound. Okay, Minka Kelly catching Jordana Brewster. Minka Some Kelly name. was uh, yeah the girl he was dating with three for three thousand solid they outfield. She was the one they thought she was the one, but Mariah Carey in left field, Jessica okay. Alba in center, and Jessica Biel in right field. So you got all the Jessicas, and then of course your your superstar. Where do you put your star player? Shortstop Scarlett Johansson, Arjo, huh? Yeah, it's got a nice, got a nice little uh, depth chart over there. Jeez. I do like, I, I do like her current husband, uh, Colin Jost. He's kind, he's funny. Yeah, like. yeah, he's he's, right. he's not bad. Uh, I know, I know how woke SNL is, but I like those two guys together. Him and yeah, um, yeah, that's actually one of the only 
like parts that I find myself laughing if I see any clips. All right, Christian, your camera has gone. You are off the screen. So I don't know what's that, what that's going to do hear here. I could hear you. I hear you perfectly. But I can't see you. And I like to see your face when we talk. But for right now, I'm not seeing anything. There we are. No, all right. You're back. You're back. We're probably going to be experiencing. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, you're good. You're good. You're good. I'll let you know. I'm going to be experiencing some technical difficulties this evening. It seems to happen whenever there's inclement weather. Uh, two weeks ago, it snowed. You're right. And the show was a shit show because of that. Last week, the weather was fine and we had no issues. Mm-hmm. And now today, it's raining and my camera seems to be acting up. So, <sighs> yeah, you're glitching and shit now, but your audio seems to be cool. But you do look like uh like a robot kind of. You right hear now. me. Yeah, I hear you fine. So let's as just long as let's you hear, just, uh, yeah, uh, let's, as long as you hear me, we'll get through the show perfectly fine. We'll get through. You're twitching um, a little bit, but that's okay. Uh, we'll get through it. Let's just move on, move past it. If it comes up, if your camera goes off, I'll let you know again. All right, a little cracky. Okay. So we need to know this, Ryan. Did Derek Jeter have relations with China? I mean, so you know there is the picture. And them. if he ran the train with Carson Daly, who went first? <laughs> well, he is number two. He's number two. <laughs> <laughs> but come on, he's getting first. He's getting for right. uh, Carson Daly. So staying up more... late with Carson Daly. I think he's got a late night talk show. That guy, like one a.m. Him. Yeah, good guy. Uh, I had no idea what he was up to after I stopped watching TRL. Yeah, I hear you. But what the Yankees are up to is trying to plug holes, not. China's holes, but you know, oh my holes. <laughs> R.I.P. China. Uh-huh. Oh right. Also, R.I.P. Joe Pepitone, uh, Yankee. Yeah, Yankee from the from the down period, right before George bought the team, passed away today. So, R.I.P. Joe Pepitone. Okay, R.I.P. Okay. Um, but Yankees got bit hard by the injury bug this past week. We alluded to it earlier. Carlos Rodon, uh, forearm, uh. I forget what they called it. Forearm strain. Uh, we'll talk about Carlos Rodon later on in the show. Uh, also, Lou Trevino. Tommy Canely is going to start the friggin' year on the IL. Also, uh, so is Harrison Bader. So the Yankees are just doing a real bang-up job of getting you excited for the season to start because they're dropping like flies. Um, they haven't done so yet, but they really need to just wrap uh, Garrett Cole and Aaron Judge in bubble wrap until – uh, March 30th, because if anything happens to either one of those two guys, I mean, I'm really not sure what yeah. we're going to do this year. Because where would this team, if you just look at last season, where would this team have been if with without Aaron Judge in the lineup every day? Well, they probably wouldn't have made the post. Well, they, they probably would have still been a wild card team. I don't think they won the AL East without right. Aaron Judge. Right. And he was yeah, a, what, 10, 11 war player? They won by seven games. So, you know, you can okay. do that. Yeah, true. Um, and yeah, Lou Trevino, that's an elbow injury, right? Yeah, it's going to be a couple months for him. They think it's uh, probably going to be about a month for Tommy K- Tommy Red Bull. Um, the Yankees are hopeful for Rodon for some point in April, but the thing that scares you about Rodon is he's already had Tommy John surgery, and his forearm strains usually are Tommy John precursors. So, mm-hmm. um Bader's got an oblique. It's going to be about six weeks for Bader. Um, so the Yankees have we we've been talking about this a lot, and the Yankees before all these injuries 
the Yankees needed an outfielder, right? We all knew it. We we all know that the experiments of uh, Judge and Left or IKF or, or Aaron Hicks, we didn't we didn't want it. We didn't need it. And now it becomes even more pressing that the guy that you thought was going to be your starting center fielder is going to miss at least six weeks. So bleaks are tricky, man. So you don't know if that six weeks is going to turn into eight to ten weeks. It's just that's how old yeah. bleaks are. Yeah, they now, linger too, those injuries, and he's a speed guy. That could be bad, bad recipe for Bader this year. Well, you know what? There's a guy who is uh, 20 years old, and he is the Martian who is tearing the cover off the ball in spring training right now. And if I can get his stats up here, uh, Jason Dominguez is just, he's killing it right now. There's no other way to say it. Um, I want to try to find his stats if I can get him. Yeah. I mean, he's got to be hitting in the four hundreds, right? believe so did he play somewhere around there I I do have it up here he's got uh in 21 at bats he's nine nine for 21 hitting 429 and on base of 500 four home runs nine ribbies that's four home runs and 21 at bats four dingies his OPS is 1.50 yeah that's that's pretty good that's pretty good now talked about this last week does spring training matter and we said yes for guys like Volpe who's hitting well over 300 right now himself and showing some pop and Dominguez, it does matter because you're trying to make the team. You got to let the Yankees know that you're ready. Both mm-hmm. these guys are doing a good job of, of doing that right now. Where do the Yankees go? Now you keep hearing this nonsense about IKF is going to play the outfield. IKF is going to play the outfield. Yesterday I saw Aaron Hicks stare at another fucking wall yesterday. What was that, man? What was that? Aaron Hicks in midseason form is what it is. Yeah. Now, any longtime listener of this show knows I don't, not that I don't care for prospects, but I'm in the mindset now, and at least for the last year or so, that if you're not going to help the Yankees win a World Series this season, you're tradable. Right? That's sure. why I've been, that's why I've been always advocating to trade Jason Dominguez. That's why, um, same thing with Volpe. I didn't think these guys were going to be on this team this at least this year. And that's why I'm saying you got to trade these guys, right? Now, mm-hmm. there's an opening. There's actually now, if you want to be realistic, the Yankees have two openings in the outfield. They have center field and they have left field. They've always had left field, but now with the Bader injury, uh, center field is open. It's quite simple. You, and here's the thing, right? Everybody says the same thing about about Dominguez. He doesn't read good routes. Bob, you know, he's not the greatest outfielder right now. Hey, you can hide a guy in right field at Yankee Stadium. It's not a big field to play. You know, if the if you don't run a good route there, the ball's probably over your head anyway. And in, mm-hmm. in the seats, it's only three fourteen. You know, we all know this. What's wrong with sticking Jason Dominguez out in right field for right now and seeing if he's ready on the major league level? Judge goes to center, and you dick around in left field for right now. I hate putting in, in that type of terms, but I, that's kind of what you need to do. You can't go Judge Hicks, IKF, or, or no. you, you can't do something like that. You know, Bader is injured. You want to get this fan base excited? You've been hearing Jason Dominguez's name for four years now. Mm-hmm. This is his first legitimate shot in 
spring training with the big club. He's hitting over 400. And I don't want to hear, well, this guy he's pitching off to, is he's going to be bagging groceries in a week. I don't care. He could very well be hitting 210 against these guys. And don't, Demi- sorry, but oh, just don't forget, too, though, that he's it's different this year because it does look like they are giving him that test to make make it to the major. So they're they're giving him at bats in the earlier stages of the game. So he is facing MLB proven pitchers more so this year than ever before in the Yankee organization. So just throwing that out there, you know. Oh, and I've tried to throw cold water on Jason Dominguez with that one home run that he hit. And I would, you know, but here's the thing now. Mm-hmm. We haven't, we have an absolute desperate need for an outfielder. We had a, we had a, a, a desperate need or now it's an absolute desperate need where you need an outfielder. The Yankees aren't acquiring anybody. It doesn't look that way. The season's going to start in what, two weeks. You know, like it doesn't that. look like the Yankees are, are acquiring anybody. You just hear them wanting to do the, the same dumb things they want to do all the time, and that's move guys out of position. If IKF, who is a gold glove infielder, could not play shortstop, what makes you think he's going to be able to play the outfield? Fair point. There is no reason, there is no legitimate reason you can give me that Jason Dominguez should not come up and be in the lineup on March 30th for the New York Yankees. Try it. I try. Well, I have a rebuttal and a and a definite uh, answer in my argument for anybody that wants to try to that, that wants to try to argue that point. You have no legitimate answer for why Jason Dominguez should not be on the opening day roster. And this is coming from me, who who told you a couple weeks ago that he probably should start the league the 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 season in the minor leagues. Now, with Bader's injury, your things have changed, okay? You're allowed to reevaluate based on circumstances. Absolutely. And Bader's injury has changed the circumstances for the Yankees. You can't sit there and tell me that you want the Yankees to experiment with IKF in the outfield. You can't tell me that you want Aaron Hicks to get more playing time than he would have had if Bader was healthy. You have no answer for anything that I can that I can counter argue why Jason Dominguez should be on this team on opening day. Right, because now they're like you said before, before all of this happened, maybe you were hesitant to call him up, but now the pros clearly outweigh the cons in in calling him up and having him on 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 the opening day roster. Every single prospect in baseball lost a year to COVID. I don't want to hear that excuse about that's why you can't call him up. Oh, he lost. Everybody lost a year to COVID. That's not an excuse for Jason Dominguez. Oh, he only had 12 at-bats in double A or whatever it was. I don't care. You are arguing. If you are arguing against Jason Dominguez, you are arguing for IKF and Aaron Hicks. Think about that for a second. That is what you're advocating for. You're advocating for Hicks and IKF in the outfield. That's what you want if you don't want Jason Dominguez. Right, and you want like a Willie Calhoun type as well. I don't mind as much, but you know what the Yankees are going to do. The Yankees have no connection to Willie Calhoun. The Yankees love these guys. They love Aaron Hicks. Why? I don't know why. I don't know why they continue to let themselves be embarrassed by Aaron Hicks. I don't know why they they continue to want to try to find something for IKF to do. Today is the one-year anniversary of that trade for Wash Donaldson and IKF. Mm-hmm. 
It's over. The trade you lost the trade, and Gary Sanchez can't even get a major league job, and you lost the trade. Move on. No reason why Jason Dominguez should not be in this in this lineup on opening day. And if he hits one twenty, who cares? Mm-hmm. Who cares? See, yeah, that's that's the only thing there is, is if you're trying to find the pros and cons, I guess, I, or, or why you would keep him down would be to develop defensively, to get better defensively. And then you have that risk. If you call him up and he starts very slow, you'll have a fan base down, down his back. And then you'll also be getting rid of his trade value. Other than those few things, I don't see how the cons outweigh the pros here. Oh, and that's that's a that's a solid point, but I'm going to counter argue it because sure, counter away. This is what I kept getting. Yo, you're going to ruin his development. Mm-hmm. He plays for the fucking Yankees. They don't develop prospects. What are you worried about? And <laughs> also, too, it's Aaron like Judge, I'm sorry, yeah, Ryan. No, outside go, of Aaron go, go. Judge, name the guy since 2016 that's come up here and and lived up to his potential. Name him. Go ahead. I'll wait. I'm not coming at you. I'm just saying. No, of course. In the chat, in the mean, chat yeah. name him. Who is he? That, no, I mean, it was it was him. It was Sanchez. Um, it was, bust. Gary Sanchez was, is an official Was Austin now. also that time? Tyler Austin, Austin was, yeah. And look, he played, he's in Korea. He's in Japan. Now. Yeah, Korea. Korea, Japan, yeah, whatever. Okay. Somewhere over. Where's Greg Bird? Right. Olsen's argument is Luis Severino. And what's and what's the problem with Luis Severino? He can't stay healthy. Maybe mm-hmm. that's not so much on the Yankees' development of him, but you know, there's a track record here now. If you're arguing that you'll ruin his development, look at the Yankees' track record since 2016. Who have they developed outside of Aaron Judge? And they've had enough opportunity to develop guys. You yep. can't tell me they've all been bad. The Yankees have had a hand in ruining these guys. You can't tell me they haven't. You you just can't you can't at this point because there's there's too much data now and that's all we care about is the you know the data of everything well it's 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 prospect after prospect that continuously doesn't pan out for this franchise. And look at the guys that get traded. Yeah, guys have turned into stars. There's something fundamentally wrong with the Yankees farm system. It amazes me Cashman is able to get anything done based on the on, on his track record of calling guys up and what happens to the guys that he trades. Yeah, and I could see that Montas trade really even just like it's not even at its peak of how bad that trade was because I could see J.P. Sears being one of those guys that finds it. And we talked about know. this before Rodon got hurt. Wouldn't the Yankees love to have J.P. Sears right now? Yeah, I mean, look at that trade you got. Montas, who most likely is, he's going to miss a lot of time, if not the whole year. And now Trevino, an elbow injury. That's as bad as it gets. But think about this. If you are so worried, if he comes up here and he hits a buck 20 and that ruins his career, he was never that good to begin with. My camera went out. Yeah, it did. It did. Right. And he's never he's never that good enough to begin with. And if that's not going to be enough for him to, you know, bounce back, if he does start slow, then, you know, that's then why is your nickname the Martian if you can't han- handle, you know, adversity? So that's another it's just like the the kid, you got to give him that chance to, to show what he's got. And now's the best time to do it. If he came, if he had a spring where he hit 250 and, you know, he just looked very fine. Don't call him up. 
Mm-hmm. He's telling you something right now. Kid's got an OPS of fifteen hundred. Right. Plus, telling you something. And look he at wants what, to play. He wants to play. Look at what happens with a guy happened with a guy like Miguel Andujar who was who was being sent down, and he was you know he kind of built this resentment toward the franchise. If you don't have this guy starting or he if he's not on the opening day roster with the amount of injuries this team has and with the with the people that aren't injured that are on this roster ahead of him think of think of what how, how that resent the potential resentment in that whole situation oh and somebody this is this is my whole crusade this weekend was was back in jason dominguez making this team i must have tweeted about it a dozen times and somebody said well the yankees are worried about his service time why are you worried about his service time that should be the last thing on anybody on a fan's mind is this guy's service time. His service time doesn't mean shit to me. No, the Yankees, I don't, I, the Yankees yeah. could find themselves in a hole in April that they might not dig out of. You know, if they're going to be sure be dealing with these injuries all year long, you know, you got you have an opportunity here to get, to reward somebody for a strong spring training, a, a highly touted prospect that 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 fans have heard about for four years. Oh, Juan Soto didn't even have had more experience at double. I don't care. I don't care. You cannot give me one good reason why Dominguez should not be on this team on opening day. There, you don't have one. Nice. Because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to turn it around right now. I'm going to tell you right now. The options, if you don't bring up Dominguez, are IKF and Hicks. And do you really want that? Be realistic. Be If you're somebody that says to me, oh, you can't bring him up. He's too young. He's not ready. Okay. That means you want to watch Hicks and IKF. Go ahead. Right. Tell me. Tell me. I'm not. Tell me. I'm lying right now. No, because that's the alternative. So we have a we have our first super chat what? of the night from uh, Rasan Thompson, our boy. Oh, what's up, bro? The, my brothers. If I'm a prospect, I want to be traded because the Yankees always have someone blocking them from being called up. Their depth chart is horrible. Show your Thanks, kids that you have faith in them that they can come here play with the big club in spring and be rewarded for this. Right. What are you afraid of? You're not going to ruin his development. I can promise you because again, if he gets ruined by having a bad couple of weeks here, he was never that good to begin with. Exactly. And you're not, this is not, you're not talking about the Atlanta Braves that call people up and they, they become stars. You're not talking about even the Blue Jays or the Rays that know what they're doing in terms of calling up their prospects. This is the Yankees. Their track record sucks with this. They're going to ruin him one way or the other. So why not let, let's get him up here now. This way we don't have to look at Aaron Hicks go. Yeah. As the ball falls in front of him again. What are you doing? me a break guys all i heard i was the biggest advocate of trading jason dominguez and all i heard you can't trade him he's the martian he's going to be mickey Mantle and mike trout mm-hmm. he's going to be this he's going to be that now i want him i want him here i want him in the yeah. lineup opening day and you're I like guess. well you got to ruin him he can't he's too young shut up seriously stop you can't have it both ways either he's either he's the martian and he's ready to go and let's fucking do this or get rid of him because honestly, I have no room for guys that are not going to help this team this year. The goal is to win the World Series in 2023. Has that changed? At least to me, it hasn't. Nope. Camera's gone. No, that should be the goal. That seems to be 
you know, the that should be the goal every single year. And they say it's the goal every single year with their words, but their actions don't really seem to uh, hold that up. So, look, you have you have nothing. You can't come out. You want to have a debate about things? Fine, let's have a debate. Come at me with something about why Dominguez should be in the in the minor leagues to start the year. I would. I want to hear it. I want somebody to counter counter my arguments. You can't. Because my first of all, my my card on the table, boom, where you lose is because I tell you right off the bat, boom, you want IKF and Hicks to play then. Uh huh. How do you counter that argument? Um, the only way I could maybe counter it is if you give those two a chance, and then if they are really terrible, then you have your spark plug in Jason Dominguez to come up and give some resurgence. Even that, I I, I don't I, hold that as a strong argument. What has Aaron Hicks done to deserve to be on this team, let alone no, be, be, be given an opportunity of, like of this? The opposite of anything deserving. He's done nothing. And I hate railing on IKF like this because I don't think he's done anything wrong. He's doing what he's asked to do. It's not his fault he's not a shortstop. It's not his fault he's not an outfielder. It's what the Yankees want him to do. The problem is, and as I talked about it last week, the security blanket's got to go. The Yankees are going to try this dumb shit with IKF because he's here. Not right. an outfielder. I'm telling you. Right. But you never know. I mean, Mookie Betts wasn't an outfielder, but they shoved him in right field. Uh, the Red Sox did. And you know, now you wouldn't think he was uh, an infielder. But again, I, 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 th- I don't want that to be the way that this season starts. This is a, a team that is aspiring for a championship. Shouldn't start the year like that when they don't have to because they have the pieces underneath and, and you know, and their prospects, you know, and you talked about showing faith to the play to the player himself, showing faith to Jason Dominguez. How about showing some faith to this fan base that you're going to actually back up your words? You know, we want to win a World Series. OK, well, how do you think you're going to accomplish that better with Jason Dominguez or Aaron Hicks? Honestly, that's yeah, really not even a, a question. The, it's the service time. Who cares about six years from now when you're a Yankee fan? You really want to care about the, the service time? This up because I have a friend that's a Rams fan, right? Mm-hmm. The Rams last year and this year, they're in utter shambles right now yes. because they sold out to win the Super Bowl. And guess what? They did. And does anybody care? I mean, they just won, so they, at least they won. They're not the Browns. It's all about winning, and you worry about the consequences later. Sometimes you got to sell your soul to win. I'm not saying that's what that would be for Dominguez, but, oh, we can get seven years and say, who cares? Stop. Mm-hmm. Think about what the alternatives are. I'm not asking you to – I'm not saying, oh, bench Bader for him. No, when Bader comes back, Bader's the center fielder. And if Dominguez is playing well, you find a spot for him. If sure. that means bye-bye, Aaron Hicks, that's what that means. You have to make tough decisions if you're trying to win a World Series. The Yankees don't want to get tough. That's what the problem is. We've always talked about this. They're weak-minded yeah. in, in terms of how they act in the front office because Brian Cashman doesn't make the tough decisions. And, they're, and it trickles down because he hired Aaron Boone who's not a tough guy, and a team is weak on the field. They get bullied, and he doesn't even have to tell you that he gets bullied. You can just see it. Mm-hmm. The, 
the Astros walked into the ALCS knowing that they had that shit in the back of their pocket. They, they didn't even have to really try. The Yankees were beat. They're not tough. You know, you get a guy like Josh Donaldson in here. What's the one thing about him that you wanted? He was going to have a little edge, a little attitude. He was fucking neutered. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Carlos Rodon. Now he's hurt. I mean, what's going to happen to him? You're going to cut his balls off too? One of the things that was so attractive about him, that Boss. bulldog, that alpha dog mentality, the fuck you, this is my mound type of shit. I don't know, man. It's just, it's, it's very frustrating because it's, you know, another start to the season and, and it's another kind of repeat of where this franchise has been the last couple of years. Well, we ran a poll, all right, and we wanted to get the okay. fans, uh, Opinion on this. Should Jason Dominguez be on the opening day roster? 74% said that Jason Dominguez should be on the opening day roster for the New York Yankees. Now, was this a scientific poll? Uh, a little bit, a little bit short of scientific. Okay. But I, think, okay. I think we did have enough. Close enough. Well, it was close enough. So, so let's read a couple of, of uh, responses here and see. Sure. See here, right? All right. All right, let's do it. This is from Nick Barr. She says, I wish I could say yes. Nick, you can say yes. Okay? You can say yes. You can. I'm going to say no only because it's not a need to rush him. I still think he's up here before the trade deadline, especially with the injury. Now, if the Bader injury is three to four months, then yes, Jason should get the call as long as he's hitting at AAA. You're calling him up at the trade deadline. Anyway, right? Instead of making a trade, you're going to call up Jason Dominguez. This is a popular thing that I keep hearing, right? You're going to call him up anyway. What is those 200 at-bats going to make a difference? 150, 200 at-bats. What are they going to make a difference? Whether it's a – I would rather them be up here. Right. You have a need here. The fuck cares what happens in Scranton or or Somerset? You need those 200 at-bats here. If he needs to go, if he's that bad up here, send him down. You're not, I promise you, you're not going to ruin him. And if he is ruined from it, hey, you know what? It's it's just another Yankee failure. Because I can guarantee you that he won't be, if he's ruined by a bad three or four weeks here, he was never going to be a superstar here. Right. Yeah. That's a part, and that's a part of being a Yank, uh, being a, Yan- a Yankee. You know, it's that mental fortitude. If you don't have it, then Cody you're House. not going to work out. Oh, go ahead. No, Cody House all. says main main reason is is watch Hicks from yesterday. That that's it. That really is the main reason. Watch what we have out there right now. Brian Rickles says he just turned twenty between the pandemic and age. He's barely pro- played any pro ball. I don't care. COVID is not an excuse anymore. To me, COVID's not an excuse anymore. Unless you have it and you're really sick that you can't get out of bed, I don't want to hear anybody utter the word COVID anymore, especially in terms of baseball player development. I get it. He's an international signing. He's a raw talent. They don't have the type of youth leagues that we do have here in America. He's a raw kid. But I'm telling you, based on this spring that I've seen and the fact that Yankees have this dire need in the outfield, who cares about the fact that he doesn't have – X amount of bats at double A. Let him do, let it get it done here. Yeah, I'm in agreement with you. 
arguing to play more Aaron Hicks and to have the Yankees try to reinvent the wheel with IKF in the outfield. That's what you're arguing for. It's that's so true. RBQ Baseball 62 says he's never even played at AAA. Spring training stats are meaningless. Unless you are a kid like Jason Dominguez and you're trying to show everybody that you are for real, which he's doing. They're meaningless for Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge goes uh, bats literally 10, 0.10 in spring training. Do you not think he's going to have, do you think he's going to have a bad year now? No, and then you could say the opposite, right? And yeah, it it absolutely means something. And you could say, well, do you think Jason Dominguez is going to, you know, hit 400 and get on base every other at bat? And no, that's not realistic either. But there is a lot of promise in what he has shown so far in this spring. Let's say he hits 240 and shows a little pop. Wouldn't you rather have that and have him get acclimated to being a major league ball player? Then Absolutely. have Aaron Hicks kind of do the same thing, hit 240 with a little bit of pop. What's more valuable at that point? <laughs> Staring right at our face here, Christian. That it's the move that that is the right one to make right now. Because Mr. No Days Off says, let the kids play. They can't be any worse than Hicks, Donaldson, and IKF. Yeah. It can't be worse. It could be a lot better, too. It could be a lot better. Think of it that way. About this. Aaron Hicks's OPS last year was 646. Mm-hmm. 646. Yeah. Not good. Not not a good OPS to have. I take, not that I want it, I take a 646 OPS out of out of Jason Dominguez, you want to know why? Because he's getting real experience, and it's going to make him better. We know what Aaron Hicks' ceiling is. He's a bum. He's terrible. He has no heart in him. You know that that last year when he proclaimed himself he's going to be a 30-30 guy, and he said, oh, well, we're going we're gonna to show everybody. We're going to have a little fuck you in us. He has nothing inside of him. Nothing. No, and you kind of, and now you just, you see it. You see it in his face out there. He's totally like, looks defeated. He's given up. And going leave. through the motions. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the problem is, Ryan, is that the Yankees, I'm, I know the Yankees see the same thing we see. They don't do anything about it. You on this team and still start games in the postseason. Say that again. You kind of cut off. On this team, and still start games in the postseason. And tough to cut off again, but don't. Uh, you could do what on this team? For me? Yeah, kind of. What about now? Do I sound yeah, 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 better? Yeah, All right. Yeah. I said you can quit on this team Got and it. still start games in the postseason. Yeah. <laughs> Think about that. That's the that's the Yankees now. That's what they are. Because Aaron Hicks, remember Aaron Hicks. Hurt himself in the postseason. It's the only reason why he stopped playing. Right. Ah, man, dude. I, yeah, I mean, and and it's like I could see if they were short staffed. I could see if they were forced to play this guy out there. But when you have the prospects and the talent in the organization, then it's kind of it's time to take a risk. 
Stop playing it so safe. That's right, bro. It's, now is the time to take the risk. Yeah. It's absolutely the time to take the risk right now. Right. And at least if it doesn't work out, you could say, well, hey, at least they tried something. It's just every year it doesn't work out and they don't try to to fix it. That that's all I want. I want them to try something different. Don't get yes. and try by trying something different doesn't mean putting IKF in the outfield. It's reward this kid for having a killer spring and let's yeah. see what he's got. Maybe you might be pleasantly surprised. Maybe you maybe he is the Martian and he doesn't need triple A. He doesn't need a hundred at bats in, in double A. He's 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 that guy. Maybe he is. But I'm I want to take the risk and find out when these are my alternatives. Yes. Unfortunately, the Yankees are going to be looking for alternatives in the starting rotation now. We we knew that uh, with Frankie Montas' shoulder injury. And now, unfortunately, as we alluded to earlier, uh, Carlos Rodon is going to be missing the start of the year. The Yankees are hopeful that will be back in April. But I, I'm saying, because I've watched this team, best case scenario is June 1st for him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say that too. And you know, looking at the possible, you know, replacements that are out there on the market, I, I didn't wasn't really sure if they were even considering the guy, but he's now out of uh, contention to join the team. Trevor Bauer, did you see that news? He has signed internationally. He'll be playing in Japan, so no no Bauer outage at the stadium at, uh, for the Yankees. Not that I, I don't think that was a real possibility to begin with, but not really much. As slim pickings out there. We talked about this a, while, a couple of weeks ago. This camera's pissing me off. I might just yeah. leave it off, to be honest with you, for right now. Right. Um, the Yankees needed depth in this rotation before Carlos Rodon got hurt. Now your two depth pieces, who were supposed to be six and seven, are now four and five. Right. Oh, I mean, the Yankees are going to have to, you know, I've... Matt Crooks, does that sound right? That, that name that sounds right. He Doesn't was a guy. Oh, I can't think. I can't remember his name. But I was watching the game the other day, and the Yankees were trying to stretch him out because they were trying to explain uh, to us that he might be an option. No, go get somebody. Matt Crook. Matt Crook. Right? Yeah. Go get somebody. It doesn't matter who it is. Yeah. Go find. Go do your job, Brian. And I don't want to, this is not me coming on here now and going to rip Brian Cashman for acquiring yet another injured pitcher because we all want a Carlos Rodon. But yeah. eventually, you have to come to the conclusion that there's something wrong with Brian Cashman. There's something wrong with this guy, karmically or cosmically or whatever. Hey, never he word he's you not one with use. the universe here. He's got he's to get his zen back. Remember the story of King Midas, everything that he touched turned to gold? Yes. He's the anti-King Midas when it comes to pitching. Everything he touches turns to shit. <laughs> you have three pitchers on the IL right now that he acquired. Four, actually. I'm sorry. Four pitchers on the IL right now that he acquired from, uh, from uh, last um, trade deadline into this offseason. Four of them. So wait, I got I got Rodon, Montas, Trevino, and and Tommy Red Bull. Right, and Canely. Yes. Damn. Yeah. Not knocking, not knocking the Canely signing. We all like 
having Tommy Canely back, but now he's got the Cashman stink on him. Yeah. Ugh. Well, he already had his Tommy John. Or did Rodon, but... Yeah, shit. <laughs> there's no way to, to logically connect the dots here other than there's something bigger at play here, whether you believe in that type of stuff or not, that Brian <laughs> Cashman is... Any pitcher that Brian Cashman acquires is just automatically... Actually, there's five, Brian. I forgot about one because Scott Efros is out with Tommy John. Right, right. Yes, good so, call. The curse five. of... The Cashman curse. Acquired five pitchers from going back to last trade deadline. Acquired five pitchers. They're all going to miss significant time this, at least to start the yes, season. Yes, significant time too. <laughs> That's crazy. It's almost impressive. Don't want a girl breaks up with you and she says it's not you, it's me. Uh-huh. Well, it's you, Brian. Something you are doing is causing this to happen. Yeah. That all our pitchers are getting hurt. There's one guy, one, that he is he has put his hands on that has not gotten hurt. And I'm not going to mention his name. Not gonna say it. Don't say it. <laughs> sure, you all know who he is. Why he's different. I don't know. Hmm. Ah, man. I don't know either. Not good. Please, Brian, let the janitor acquire the pitchers. Anybody but you do the the acquiring of pitching. We go out and get somebody. Oh, you're going to package delivery tours? Great. I guarantee you whoever whoever the Yankees would bring in in a deal like that would be hurt within three weeks. Well, and w- remember there that that whole excuse the Yankees need to fire their training staff, all this. Didn't they end up like firing a bunch of guys or a bunch of people? They just had a complete overhaul. Yeah, and it's still not it's even still two not... not even two years ago. Yeah, yeah, that's not working. When you working don't out. target, first of all, the the initial problem is is that they don't target guys with clean bills of health. Okay, and again, I'm not going to knock them for signing Carlos Rodon. I want Carlos Rodon. I still want Carlos. I'm still happy that he's here. You know, if it's going to be a couple weeks, a couple months, whatever, I still think the Yankees are going to win on that deal. Sure. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. I'm not going to put a damper on that. It is. It is concerning though because he had this. Uh, in, he had this injury kind of come up last year, and he pitched through it. Right. Why did he have to take a show me deal with the the Giants last year? Mm. Right. He had injury concerns. Right. Tommy Canley himself is coming off of Tommy Johnny. Had to rebuild his value with the Dodgers last year. Frankie Montas, you knew was fucking hurt when you traded for him. Now Frankie Montas came out a couple days ago, and he said, he said some shit that he was like, "Oh, I knew I was hurt, and I just kept it to myself because yeah. I wanted to prove myself with the Yankees." Look, Frankie, it's admirable that you would come out there and try to take Brian Cashman's back, but. In reality, we all knew you were hurt when you were traded for. So that would mean to me that the general manager knew that you were hurt when you were traded for. And you're going to be like, oh, how did you know? Well, he was on a fucking pitch count in his first game because it was his first start coming off the I.L. He couldn't get a a contract for some injury he had 10 years ago that nobody thinks is going to really affect him for another five or six years. What were the Yankees doctors? Did the Yankees doctors even see an MRI or an X-ray with this guy? Who knows, man. Now, what worries me with Rodon, 
and correct me if I'm wrong, but remember Tanaka's first, you know, bout with injury here. Was it his forearm that he pitched he partially, through? Yeah, 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 a partial tear in there, but he never needed the Tommy John. Right, but what happened to his velocity? Never really this. I mean, he was great, don't get me wrong, but he was right. never really no, that but, same But guy. that first year, when he first came in the team, there was nothing I really looked forward to more than than sitting down was, and watching him pitch. Oh, it was amazing. I remember the that day splitter. he got hurt. It was like... Yeah. I remember that so, guy. I believe it was in Cleveland when he got hurt. Uh, um, not sure. That first injury, you think? Cleveland? When, they had, to shut him, when they had to shut Dude, him down after that? That splitter, man was such a nasty pitch. So that that's what worries me with Rodon cuz you know they are talking about he could pitch through it, he could pitch through it, but if he comes out and his velocity is dipped, then that is going to be a concern for me. The out pitch is really the slider, so I mean as long as he's still okay. 94ish with that break, he should be okay. Yeah, just so. that that's so com- it's comp that's complemented so well with the velocity that he has. Hey, you know what, dude? I, I don't know what to what to say anymore about the about this because it's just like every year it's the same yeah, thing. Yeah, I know, man. You know, Anthony Rizzo missed the game now with with the, the backs already acting up. We knew this was going to be a problem, but you were hoping that it wasn't going to be a problem until like fucking July. Yeah, at least you know, get once it started. Fucking... Once it started, the dog days were starting to kick in. Not already, you know. It's team is. <laughs> I don't get I love this team. I really do. I'm not saying this particular team. I'm just saying this team, the Yankees. This is my team. Right? But it's hard to outside of the guys that take the field every night, it's hard to feel anything for them because the, the this organization is just it's garbage. It's absolute garbage this organization. I'm sorry. Because they think that we're fucking stupid. Mhm. Oh, yep, that's kind of how they've been playing it, dude. This is, I really wonder, I, if you did not hear this, if you didn't hear this, you hear this, and I really hope my audio comes in clearly here, okay. because this, this is amazing that the assistant general manager would actually say this, so i got to scroll up a couple days here. Okay, okay, scroll. Okay, you got to scroll through. Oh, this, okay. was behind the pay, this was behind the paywall, so um, I didn't uh, – I don't know exactly what she's referring to. Uh, I believe it was I, – I do believe, though, it was the Montas deal. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is Yankees assistant GM, Gene Afterman, to, to Joel Sherman. She says, there's a lot more information that if you're a fan, you wouldn't have. Nobody wants to see how a sausage is made. They just enjoy the sausage. There are so many things that have to be considered in every single decision he, meaning Brian Cashman, makes. Also, we live in a lazy society. People don't want to look back and review his entire history. We live in an era of immediate gratification. Right now, unfortunately, the immediate gratification is to criticize and boo. They booed the freaking MVP. Uh, Aaron Judge in the postseason. I mean, for 60 years, he did something that nobody had done. So now instant gratification is booing. That's the world we live in. People are looking at it. One decision in isolation. It's crazy. But I mean, but Afterman's doing the exact same thing. Looking at one situation by pointing out the whole Aaron Judge thing. He hasn't done it in 60 years and he was booed. That's one instant, one instance. It's like an, enough of this, this sort of dialogue, this excuse-ridden dialogue. 
had a point, Gene. You really did with the booing of Aaron Judge. I don't care if it was one person, 10 people, 1,000 people. Aaron Judge, if it was ever a postseason where he was allowed, I guess is, if you want to use that word, mm-hmm. to have a bad postseason, it, it would have been this one. He carried this team on, their, on, his, on his back. He carried them on his back, and he deserved that grace period. He really did. Mm-hmm. The Yankees aren't – the Yankees don't – granted, they got embarrassed, swept. The Yankees aren't in the ALCS, in a position to go to the ALCS without Aaron Judge. No. So if there's ever a year where the fans should just get off his ass and let him be, and if he has a rough postseason, so be it, it would be this one. Now, everything else you said was utter bullshit. And it's what you said, Ryan. It's excuse-ridden nonsense. This team, this front office will not take accountability for anything. You made the trade, Brian. We didn't make the trade. What data are you talking about? What data did you see that we're too stupid to have? To understand. What data is it? Is it the data that people told you Joey Gallo would be a fucking disaster in New York because he, he couldn't handle it? He was just not the he was not built for this place, but you made the deal anyway. Is that that data? Is that the data? And I'm sorry, but you this is a performance-based industry that I am gonna I'm I am gonna look at the instant gratification side of things, but I I'm not even talking about instant. You look at the since 2009, this has been an issue. That's not a short period of time, especially for the Yankees, especially for a franchise that hadn't not made it to a World Series in a decade. In the stretch of a 10 year period, the Yankees had been in the World Series every single year, uh, every single decade since 1920. Or even if we want to go back to the early 1900s. Every single 10, every 10 years, they were in the World Series. of it. Nobody wants to see how the sausage is made. Gene, when's the last time you made the sausage? Right. It's time you you made dinner. You put dinner on the table. You made us a nice sausage dinner. When's the last time we've had that? 2009. No. We no, have we, not come close. Getting fucking spam for the last uh, almost 15 years. Give me a break. Take accountability for what you've done. You have not built this team to be a championship contender. You built this team to be good. You built this team to make the postseason. You have not built this team to be a championship contender. Take accountability for that. Stop blaming the fans. We don't make the trades. Tell me that you feel the pressure uh, that you got to do something, and then you make the wrong move and then blame the fan base. Everybody Mm -hmm. wanted Luis Castillo. You wouldn't part with these guys. Then you're going to use the propaganda machine on yes to gaslight us into thinking that Volpe and Dominguez aren't ready. Mm. Okay. And uh, was it Cone on Saturday? They're having an entire conversation while Jason Dominguez is up. He's not ready. He didn't have this. Blah, blah, mm. blah. COVID. This, that, and the other fucking thing. Meanwhile, the words aren't even out of their fucking fat mouths yet. And Dominguez <laughs> Parks won 400 feet. Who's not ready? Yeah, ready for what? Give, give me a break. 
to be insulted, okay? And the and the one thing that I love more than anything, obviously not taking my family into account here, but the one thing I love more than anything is this is is the Yankees. And you insult my intelligence by the dumb by the things that you say. Want us to come through the turnstiles four million times and line your pockets with gold. Take accountability for what you've done. Oh, nobody wants to see how the sausage. Show me, show me. I'll sit in a yeah, fucking I'll room with there. you. I'll, I'll sit in a room it. with you and see how the sausage is made. Right. Yeah. It's just there's there's it's a long list, man. It goes back a while because you had that the booing. Then it was because Ben Attendee and Lemayhu were out. You go back to seventeen. Uh, they had that stolen from them, which I mean, I I see it kind of, but the the words that Cashman used, now. yeah, it's just another excuse now. It's just like, how many of these are we gonna do before it's just like, wait a second, am I the problem? Do I need to take responsibility? Can I just admit that I'm, you know, I didn't do a great job with some of these moves? This one line again. Don't want to go back and look and review his entire history. Yankees since 1986. 1986. 1986. He's been the general manager of this team now for 25 years. Do you still want a fucking bouquet because you traded for David Justice in the year 2000? Yeah, I mean, really. I mean, seriously now. Instant gratification held the reins to this organization since 2016. How far back am I allowed to go? Mm-hmm. I don't know, man, but we do have another super chat. It's kind of back on the Dominguez uh, topic, but we'll we'll get to it here. We got from Nicholas Truesdell. says, play the effing Martian. People say he's not ready, and Hicks is GTFOH, which, you know, it's an acronym. Yeah, have, if Chris was here, we'd have to yeah. talk. Uh-huh. Tatis, yeah. Tatis and Soto never played AAA. If Dominguez and Volpe don't make uh, the team, the Yankees are not a serious team. I'm getting mad. F that. I mean, you should be mad. Yeah, mad get about, mad. I mean, you should be mad about a lot of things. Thank you for the super chat, Nick. Thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Want, go back and review his entire history, Ryan. If you had a job for twenty five years, but you haven't good, been good at it in ten years, and let you go, and what would you say? What, what, what would you say, Ryan? Oh, I was I was yeah. top salesman in nineteen ninety nine, but I, yeah. I didn't sell shit in the last six years. Please keep me. Yeah, I sold the most cars in in ninety seven. Right, but you you've sold four cars. You sold four cars last year. I understand it, Gene. You're trying to stick up for your boss. You, right. know, you got you got mouths to feed, right? How about mm-hmm. just don't say anything? Yeah. I, I think I think that that's a page in uh, the Yankee the Yankees need to take from that playbook. Let's just not if you if you're not gonna take accountability, then don't say anything. You can say it with the players with who's that? Michael King made those comments with Joey Gallo in the locker room and how you know moving these guys really affected the locker room. Just don't say anything. and tired of the way this organization doesn't take accountability for what happens and look at what happens when you don't take accountability you get eaten alive by the new york media 
trying. I wish that would happen, but they're all trying to uh, get up each other's ass. And the yeah, media, no, nobody, that, the, the media, the Yankee not what media. Wants. Yeah, you know what? That's that's fair, and I should I shouldn't even say that because I don't even really necessarily listen to those guys as much anymore. I don't really get into sports radio as much as I used to. But yeah, I mean, it's, at least the Yankeeville too, especially they're they're pushing, you know. That all everything's the, good. All everything the beat is writers fine. now they don't challenge anything. They they don't you know yeah, Boone says right, something man. they're just like okay Aaron what time are we coming over for popcorn and Kool Aid later? Mm-hmm. You know people can rip on Mike Francesa all they want. Mike held right. it when, when Mike had somebody on his show. He held their feet to the fire. Why'd you do this? And then they would say anything. Well, that's stupid. Yeah. That's why. I take great responsibility with this show and I take great responsibility to being on this channel because I think we're all like-minded in that same way where we have, where we have to hold, we have to be the ones to hold this organization accountable because nobody else is doing it. Everybody, I don't want to knock other podcasts, but you know, you listen to them and they're all like, Oh, everything's okay. Let's like candles and eat marshmallows, you know, cause they want to have, this guy come on their show. They want to be liked. Right. They want, they're employed they want by to... the Yankees Entertainment and Sports Network. Oh, please. It doesn't make you any less of a fan to call out the nonsense. If a trade sucks, say it. You're yeah. offended by something that the front office said because they think you're stupid. Say it. We didn't build this platform to, to, to sit here and say everything is fine and everything is rosy because it's not. No, it's it's not. And when it is, when the Yankees are when the Yankees are playing well, you know, like they were rolling last year. Go back and listen to the tapes. The archives are there. Go back and listen to them when the Yankees were the best team in baseball for the first two and a half, three months, mm-hmm. and they were being compared to the '98 team. We didn't have anything bad to say. We don't go looking for bad shit to say. No, oh, you guys are too negative. No, we're not. If you think we're too negative, is because you have your head shoved up your ass. And you don't want to look at what's really happening out here. Right. Uh, And we do have another super chat. This one seems pretty important. Again, from Nicholas Truesdale. Hey, Nick. Okay. says, Boone is Cashman's butt plug. It's his butt plug. Okay. 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 Interesting okay. choice of words. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, he had to, he had to get, uh, I guess there's sensors on there. He spelt butt plug with a lot of spaces in between to make sure we, we saw what he was talking about so thank you nick nicholas truesdale shouldn't be okay with the with the assistant gm saying that you're lazy and stupid yeah shouldn't really be okay with that you shouldn't be okay with the fact that we haven't won a world series since 2009 and that you know the general manager doesn't take accountability for the fact that he doesn't do his job properly think about this ryan last year aaron boone came back He's the first man. I say this all the time, and people might get sick and tired of me saying this, but it just tells you where we're at. In the entire history of the New York Yankees, going back to 1903, not one single manager stepped foot in that dugout to manage a fifth season without previously winning a World Series for the franchise. Until Aaron Boone came along. There you go. I mean, if that's not the perfect example of where this franchise is, and I really don't know what is. What are we going to do about it? Well, you know, we're going to sit here and use our platform. We're going to speak out against it. And hopefully, you know, we get people 
to, to really pay attention and listen. And I say, hey, you know what? Enough with the gaslighting. Enough with this nonsense. Well, yeah, we're going to go out to Yankee Stadium, obviously. I'm not going to deprive myself of that type of joy. I love going to Yankee Stadium. Sure. But you can you can bet your ass, though, every Monday night when I sit down and record. If this type of shit's still going on, I'm going to speak out against it. I lived too long and seen enough, too too much baseball, that I, you should be okay with this. This should be, this should be an outrage. Every single Yankee... <coughs> Excuse me. Okay. Every single Yankee fan that should that should have that should have read that should have been outraged by it. That's what the front office thinks of you. Yeah, should we should we wear should we wear shirts to the stadium like I'm with lazy and I'm with stupid? Yeah. Oh, we got another one from Truesdale. Low key becoming my favorite NYY news show. You guys don't mm-hmm. hold back and speak the truth. Takes courage. But you're right on every point, every single one. He thank didn't say that last part, but I, I did. Uh-huh. But we, yeah, thank, thank you, and I appreciate the kind words. Very nice. Back in this, this show has been going on since 2017. We picked up somewhere after the, I would say, probably after the All Star break in 2017, we started. Mm-hmm. And we've had a. If you want to go through the guys that have covered the team prominently for the last five, six years. In the first year or so, first two years, we had them all on. Talked to every one of them. Mm-hmm. Then they stopped coming on. And then yeah. we just decided that we were we weren't even going to ask for guests anymore. Yeah. I would rather be true to who I am, and my feelings, and the way I feel about this ball club, than talk to Jack Curry again. And that's no disrespect to Jack no. Curry. No, it's not. It's just like, how much of this narrative are we going to hear before we realize that maybe this is uh, being pushed a little bit in one direction, a favoring direction for the franchise? Think about that, guys. You know, anybody that wants to sit here and we'll go, we'll close out the show going back to where we started. Anybody that wants to sit here and tell you that Jason Dominguez isn't ready, you're brainwashed. Because the Yankees want you to think that Aaron Hicks can come back and be a representative player this year. Not going to happen. I'll root for it to happen. Shit, if he's going to be in the lineup, I'm going to root for him. Sure, absolutely. And don't forget that part of this here. We we might, you know, speak negatively on all of this, but at the end of the day, we want the same thing This for this team to win a World Series. And there's nothing, there was nothing that would bring me greater joy than seeing Aaron Hicks win a World Series MVP for the Yankees. Hey. Honest to God. Same here. I'll go buy his jersey. Get him a free round of Top Golf. And his and, and I'll donate one to charity too. Look at that. Take the kids. Talk about incentive. But I have no faith in it happening. I've seen no. enough of Aaron Hicks now. I just had one good year in the major leagues. And again, the thing that scares you about it that should scare you about Aaron Hicks. He's healthy last year. He was healthy. Yeah, that's funny. It should scare you that he was healthy. <laughs> and that's how bad he was. Right. Oh, Stonson. boy. What happened? Nothing, nothing. I'm just like, if I just like, oh, that's a lot, man. We we decompress on this. It's very therapeutic. And then I like hearing your thoughts on everything because you really, you know, you 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 
put it all out there and you really break everything down nicely and it creates a nice dialogue, but it just makes me more frustrated. Oh, Wash Donaldson yesterday, I saw a quote from him, said that if he thought he was really washed, he'd retire. The only reason why you haven't retired and I mean, the reason why the Yankees are still going to play you yeah. is $25 million. Come on, man. I love, I honestly, I do. I love fans that want to feel optimism. Donaldson comeback season. Fine. But be realistic about it. It's not going to happen. I mean, dollars to donuts is probably not. The guy's been in decline for the past few years. Did you think he was going to fall that sharply off a cliff last year? No. No, the same thing with Aaron Hicks, man. Aaron Hicks was healthy, and he was that bad. Who's that bad healthy? Right. And don't forget, too, Donaldson. I'd say if there was one offensive person who really cost them in the postseason last year, it was Donaldson because he came oh, up in so many without situations where he could have done something. And then his base running blunders on top of that, he was a big detriment to this team last year. Had an autographed baseball of his right now for seventy five percent off. Yeah. Okay, good deal. Take it. Take the deal. Deal worth a little. It's just, please, guys. We just we we we're not saying you have to agree with everything, but just you know, open your ears a little bit. Don't listen to yeah. The Yankees own the Yankees. Uh, you know, the Yankees run the Yes Network. So what you hear is what they want you to hear. Michael K is not some uh you know, some hard stance reporter, you know, he takes those hard lines on his radio show and then he plays company boy on, on the yes network, which is why I don't respect him. Mm. Honestly, it's why I don't respect him. That's why I stopped respecting him. You can't do, you can't have it both ways. You just, you can't, you can't go out there and rip Aaron Boone and then, uh, you know, ask him what his favorite flavor of bubble gum is during, during an in-game interview. Like you you just can't have it. (laughs) Oh, that's yeah. what I said, dude. I don't care if I never have another guest on this show, and I'm pretty sure Chris feels the same way. Yeah, I don't want to speak to you, but no, I would I'm, rather. I agree. Have, I'd rather. I would too. rather have this show be our accurate representation of how we feel about this ball club than talk to people. Right. Yeah, and just be a Yankee positivist. I'm not. Oh well, you guys didn't know. You guys. You know, you have somebody come on here and say, well, you guys don't know. We have data. Yeah, great. I don't care about your data. Yeah, what's I, what's I, the I data on the fucking <laughs> Tampa Bay race and what they have done? I mean, they literally just spent the most money they've ever spent in their franchise's history this year on a player. This is and this is the first year they're paying somebody, and it's not even that much. What is this guy's deal? $40 million, three-year contract. So that's their highest paid player in franchise history. And look how much better this is. Eflin, the oh. pitcher. Uh and look look at how great this franchise has been. It's the excuses, Again. man. Look at look at what this team is and, and the excuses that they present. Hey Brian, you know that the end of the season press conference when you don't win, this is all you have to say. I'm the general manager. It's my job to make sure this team is in the best position possible to win a World Series, and I didn't do it. Right. They somehow developed the mantra that it's not World Series or bust, where it kind it, it needs to be that way when you're a franchise like the Yankees. So there was a great interview with Derek Jeter 
it was that like kind of like it looked like kind of like an inside the actor studio type thing but it's him and this guy and, and he's basically saying you know i was never satisfied or i wasn't happy until it was over until we won it all it's not there anymore that mentality and that that was the mentality that drove them in the 90s I mean, you're not wrong, bro. You, you know, it's a different era now. George yeah. isn't here. Jorge Posada's not here. These guys, Bernie Williams, Andy Pettit, Joe Torre, they're, you know, this is, it's different. And I want to believe that Aaron Judge has got that in him. I want to believe that Garrett Cole's got that in him. But at the same time, they're not being led by men. <laughs> they're just not. Right. They're, yeah, they're, they're, there's not a strong presence ahead of them that is is alleviating those unnecessary stresses and it's causing kind of a spiral effect somehow to their play who knows oh uh who knows but uh we all we do hope to see you guys in the audi club on april 1st uh for nyy news tv day 2023 if you haven't gotten your tickets they're they're not going to last much longer no, okay. get them, get them now, get them while you can. Okay, if you get it, if you go there, you know, for twenty bucks, Ryan will do an impersonation, a personalized impersonation for you. Absolutely, I'll we'll do a live cameo. Live cameo, All right. yeah, well, uh, can, twenty bucks. One of his uh, impersonations likes to watch. Yeah. You know, you can watch. Yeah, I do. I do like to watch. I might be watching the World Baseball Classic. It's Cuck Show Walter here. We're watching World Baseball Classic at ten. Team USA. Might as well call them New York Mets. All right, we got to we got to step up, McNeil. Oh, Alonzo, I I don't I really like what I've what I've seen from those two. They got they got to play a little bit better than that. Yeah, I mean, just uh, we don't have to talk a ton about the World Baseball Classic, but I mean, I don't want Garrett Cole pitching in the World Baseball Classic. I'll just be honest with you, but I mean, it, you right? Know, if, guys, if guys like him and Verlander and Scherzer and uh, these guys are not going to, I mean. Who, who Martinez? I think was it. Yeah, was Adam number? Wainwright was their game. Was their game one starter? Um, yeah, the bullpen's not the greatest. They their their pitching is really not not that good. I mean, you know, they barely. I mean, they, it was, the final was six to two, but they had more than they wanted from fucking Great Britain. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they Mexico didn't look that great. And Mexico walloped them last night. Who are they playing tonight? Canada? Yes. And if they lose this one, they're they're pretty much done. Even if they win out, there's still a possibility that they don't advance right, to that next run round. Run differential or something. Yeah, by like by per out or something. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's like I, a weird rule. But I don't know. If they if they you know, really beat up on Canada tonight, then they'll be fine. But who knows? All right, so we also we want you to go to patreon.com slash NYYST. The last two uh, Patreon shows are unlocked for free. Patreon preview there, okay? So go check them out. I mean, if you want to win a free replica Yankees jersey, okay, if you want that, if that's something that you desire, you're going to have to check out one of those two videos on how to win said jersey, okay? And also follow us on Twitter at uh nyyst underscore podcast um <clears throat> so next week is the big show i hope chris uh gets his calendar clear because next week fred big fred, fred. is back pumped goddamn camera and i really hope that all the technical yeah. difficulties are gone next week yeah, um, they'll be gone storm will be passed uh, so if 
you're a new viewer, watcher of NYYST, what Fred is, Fred is the drunk that comes up with the projected stats that you see on uh, baseball reference. We're going to go through the, the Yankees team and um, we're going to pick a stat out for pretty much each player. And uh, we're going to do an over under on, on that stat. It's one of our favorite shows of every year. So Fred's projections are back. That's next week's show. Two Sweet. weeks will be our season preview. And then it'll be baseball. The New York Yankees will Let's be back. Go. So <clears throat> hopefully all this nonsense, all this garbage that we get aggravated about will be behind us and we can get aggravated about Aaron Boone pulling Garrett Cole in the sixth inning of a game where he has 88 pitches. That's the type of shit I want to yes, get mad at. Yes. Not this other stuff. Dude, I think my computer is on its last legs here. I think I'm going to ca- crash out of here any second. Well, good thing that we're done here. So we want to thank you for your continued support of NYYST and NYY News TV. If you're still in the chat, please like and subscribe. If you're watching, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star rating and review. Again, once again, thank you for listening and watching episode 323 of the NYYST podcast. Ryan, you're the last voice today, so go Yanks. Before it hits the front page.